0: This is episode 546 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Monday, November 5th, 2018. I am your host, Mark Nez. Today I will be talking about some more Red Dead Redemption 2, probably because it is, after all, the game I've been playing more than any other. But I've also got some new stuff to talk about, including Spin Tires Mud Runners, because the new American Wilds expansion just came out a few weeks ago? I think. And in addition to that, I'll be talking about some super volley blasts and some super pixel racers because it is a very super Monday. Super duper pooper whooper. Ugh. So today, I don't know why I said today, but I think I should probably just start off with Red Dead Redemption 2 and get that out of the way. I am very much so enjoying my time with the game, which is to say I'm I'm loving the game at this point. It has been growing on me more and more over time. Not to say I ever felt like it wasn't enjoyable. I'm not someone who thought the beginning was too slow or anything like that. I have enjoyed the game from the first minute to the whatever minute I'm at at this point. But I have gotten to a groove with it and am enjoying just being in that world. I like being in. The world of red dead the i think three states it 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 takes place in i think they're considered states three different boundary areas and i spent about two hours one day just exploring the whole thing and going up north where i didn't have any missions or any reason to go up there and just seeing how big the world really is how big that map is it's fairly large and up north, there's not a lot. There's a lot of snow. So you better make sure to pack some cold weather clothing. And I just went around. I had one mission up there, I think, where I had to deal with the one of the side missions where you have to take down. You don't have to take them down. You have to just ask them some questions of these old uh, duelists, these old cowboys. And in most cases, or maybe half the cases, I don't know. You have to duel them. And then you duel them and you kill them. And take a picture of them. And you get their snazzy unique gun. And I think there was one up north. But other than that, it's pretty empty in terms of civilization. There's a lot of wildlife and all that. You get to see some cougars up there. Which are a menace. What what really sucks is when I'm going after one cougar, because I I noticed it was spooking my horse, and I killed it, and I felt really good, and then another cougar just came out of nowhere, out of the bottom of the screen, and mauled me to death, I was like, oh, that was great, I didn't know they ever were in pairs, It's probably just a coincidence, but there's one town up there, there's also a Native American camp, which I'm sure will come into play in the story at some point, but... Right off the bat, there's nothing to do up there. There are no shops, and they just don't like your presence there. They're not going to attack you because it's a no-weapon zone. But, yeah, when I was just traveling across the map, I realized how big the world really is. It is is pretty big, and it seems like there's a good chunk that is in that Blackwater no-go zone for now, which I'm sure at a point in the story we will go there and deal with the consequences of our actions there. And then once you finish the story, I'm sure it won't be a hot zone. It it would really suck if there was a good chunk of the map that you were always going to be in trouble if you ran into the law. Um, So yeah, I'm still in Chapter 4. I really haven't made any progress story-wise. I've been doing a lot of side missions, meeting a bunch of kooky people. guy who wants to... Create the electric chair, and things happen there. I think that was like seven different missions. An artist who is just a real special person. Um, but I've I'm just been enjoying the game as I was before. Like I really like the the side activities and all of those things. Even though a lot of them, well, I mean, all of them really are just they're they're not random they might be random where you encounter them or when you encounter them but they're all designed they're all predetermined they might have a few options but it's still fun to just be in the world and then something crazy happens i'm sick of this i don't know if it was if i it was on a like a save or i died or something and it respawned at a checkpoint or or i don't know if what happened but early on in the game somebody was bit by a snake i sucked out the poison They gave me a free gun. Then in another part of the map in a different state, uh, another person was bit by a snake. And I sucked out the poison. And then they gave me a free item at the shop or whatever, the regular general store. Then I ran into them again, and they were bit again, the same person. They acknowledged that this was the second time they were bit. And Arthur was like, you got to be kidding me again. And I was just wondering, is this guy like making snakes bite him because he likes it when I suck them off? (laughs) <laughs> oh. um, but you know that happened and it was done. I don't, I don't, I didn't get another free thing out of that. But then I ran to him again, and he acted like it was only the second time we met. So I don't know if it only acknowledges it twice, and then every time after that, it just treats it like the second time, or if it was some weird thing where the second time I met him, the first time I met him for the second time. It was on a save that I ended up reloading. or I don't know. Um, so that was maybe the only real immersion breaking moment. In terms of just random encounters and strangers and all that jazz. But I'm probably going to spend some more time with the story now. Because I think I've cleared out. I'm, I'm just worried in part about side missions potentially disappearing. Because I feel like I've heard that somewhere. And I don't want to miss out on anything. And I know the story missions will always be. That. That's part of why I am really focused on doing all the white blips as opposed to the yellow blips. But I am really loving the game. It's it's creeping up. It's probably my, my number two game of the year at this point. Not that there are a lot of contenders. I mean, my top five at this point might be Into the Breach. That's definitely number one. Then Red Dead then like forza horizon four and then onrush it's a a good year for races i really enjoyed racing games this year i feel like there's another one i'm forgetting but i can't think of you know god of war might just be there by default but there has to be something else um i need to play more call of duty because blackout could push it over there and i feel like I've heard that the armor was nerfed a bit. Maybe all of it, but specifically level 3 armor? Maybe. And if that's the case, I'm way interested in uh, jumping back in. Because, like I said many episodes ago, I've never come across level 3 armor. I've come across super powerful weapons and all these other kind of things. But I've never come across level 3 armor. And any time I'm in a firefight with someone, even if I have the, the jump on them and I get a good amount of bullets in them, they still end up wrecking me because of that stupid level 3 armor. But yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think of what came out. No Monster Hunter World, that would be number 3. So Monster Hunter yeah, that would be the list right now off the back. Uh my top 5. Into the Breach, Red Dead Redemption 2, Monster Hunter World, uh then I don't know if I might put Onrush above Forza Horizon 4 because Forza Horizon 4 is an amazing game. It's super, you know, just well done and polished and has so much to do and looks great. Runs so nice in 60 frames per second, but it's just more Forza Horizon. And while I do like some of the additions, I think it it is a bit busy on the map with all the things you can do. And there's something about it over the last game where I think just structurally progressing in the game seems a little weird even though i've like i've put so many hours into it i'm i probably close to what is it the prestiging the game's version of prestiging for a second time which means i am about level 400 so i've put a lot of time in the game you know and yes admittedly a good amount of those levels came from Mixer but a lot of them have not But there's just something about it that feels a bit off structurally. And Onrush did something new. I think it's a very special game that did not get anywhere near as much love and attention as it deserved. As it still deserves. It's on Game Pass, of course. So on Xbox, there's a healthy audience. I've never had an issue finding an online match. I'm not sure how many people are playing it, though. I don't know what the future looks like for it Um, but I love it while it's here and it's still a a super fun single player experience so yeah that's my impromptu top 5 list at this point but uh yeah, let's move on to some new stuff so Spin Tires Mud Runners is a very semi game it is a game that I played when it originally came out on the Xbox One. That's where I'm playing it now. And it's. I don't want to say that it's over. It's not overly complicated. It. it puts out what it. I feel like one. And I feel like I'm saying I feel like it's way too much this episode. But. It. Feels like. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. It comes across like a game that. Would be much better suited for PC. Also because I'm pretty sure. The game. The series since it's inception. Has had a fairly. Decent and. Consistent. Strong mod community. Which is. Not at all existent on. Consoles. But also there's just something about the controls. Especially when using. The equipment. Of a. Vehicle Because you you ride a lot of all-terrain vehicles. So they could be something as basic as a pickup truck. Or an SUV or all these kind of things. But you can drive around big semis. um, These trucks that have these giant claws. For picking up logs and stuff like that. And. There's just something about that. That doesn't feel super intuitive. On a controller. The game feels pretty good on a controller. Even using those bits of equipment. But there's something about that. Makes me believe it would be a better keyboard and mouse experience. But I've been messing around with the expansion American Wilds, which adds, I think, two new areas, two challenge maps, seven vehicles, maybe a bit more, I think, like some equipment and stuff like that. And what I noticed immediately was that having not played the game in a good long while, I had no idea what the hell I was doing. And it took a little while to get back into the groove of things. Not that I've ever been in the groove with spin tires. Spin tires is a very apt name, and it's probably why it's called spin tires because you will be spinning your tires a lot. You're running through the mud a lot. You don't want to get caught in the mud. If you do, you're gonna have to find something to throw your winch on so that you can pull yourself out. And it's it's not a game for everyone. I don't even know if it's really a game for me. There's a part of me that's like, I want to I want to learn this. So well, and just get real into it, cause it looks real nice. It is a very pretty game, but there are also bits of it that annoy me control wise. I I remember talking about this last time, but when you are in third person perspective driving around, it's just a free camera. It's not a locked camera behind your car, and that can just make driving a bit wonky at times, and just make it a bit more difficult than it should be when you're in first person it's just first person it's not a free camera you're not just like a ghost inside the car but when you're outside you know it could just get a bit trying to deal with the camera while you're doing all these other things but i guess it's understandable since a lot of what you're doing is dealing with cargo whether it's picking up logs or attaching uh, a trailer or stuff like this and just having to be very aware of your environment and like mud and all that jazz and things that you could winch yourself onto and all that kind of stuff. But um, the expansion is nice, what it adds. I noticed that there are a few free expansions as well, free DLC that come with, I think, one comes with two cars, one comes with three cars, both come with a new area and a handful of equipment, which is also nice. But it's very much so a niche game, a niche series, a a series that I would assume anyone interested in already knows about, and it's just—I don't see it as a game that has a lot of growth potential because it just seems like you know if you like if you're you know if you're interested in this, and you know if you're you're not. I don't I don't think it has the dumb charm of something like euro truck simulator we're like this is so stupid and ridiculous look at this thing it's a those feel like just look at how dumb this is conceptually whereas spin tires comes across as a game that is very much so filling a void even if it's not a void that has a huge audience in it, in the same way that you have these farming games. This is a you know, traverse crazy terrain and take cargo over small bits of uh, you know, tra- traveling, <laughs> traversing. What am I looking for? What is the word transporting? That is the one transporting cargo through treacherous environments. Not super treacherous, but, you know, some muddy environments and stuff like this, having to transport this bit of cargo and whatnot. Or you could just free roam. You could just drive around if you want. I was doing that. That's fun because it's real pretty. I was driving around in this, like, station wagon type of thing, and I was just thinking, man, I wish this was state of decay because it looks real nice. I wish State of Decay looked as nice as this game. And there's something about the area being somewhat foresty and having you know little houses here and there and all that kind of stuff. And here's a gas station you can refill because you you will use gas, you use fuel and all that. And I was like, I want, I want this to be, I want this to be State of Decay. I don't, I don't know why I was thinking of that, but that's what I was thinking of. But yeah, that's Spin Tires Mud Runner. New American Wilds expansion came out. It is ten bucks. The game is still on sale on Xbox one that might end tomorrow morning. I'm not sure how long the sale is live for, but I think it's a decent discount. maybe it's about sixteen or so bucks and I think the the regular price is thirty five You can get it with the expansion for forty, but of course, since it's on sale uh you'd be Better off getting the, the the main game and then the expansion. But also, if it's a game that it all seems maybe interesting to you, just get the the main game right now, and check that out, and see if that if it floats your boat. Don't get both at the same time; that would be crazy. And pick up the free DLC. But in addition to that, I've been playing some Super Volley Blast, which is a volleyball game. I've just scratched the surface with it, dabbled with some quick mo uh, quick matches, and the story mode, which is a very Bare bones seeming story mode Um, but despite not looking great it looks fine it's just aesthetically i'm not a huge fan of that of the style it doesn't do a lot for me it seems it reminds me a bit of old kids games and things i played on my aunt's demo disc folder thing she had with her computer Way back in the day when I didn't have a computer. I was like, oh my god, she's so rich. She has a computer. It was an expensive computer. And there were these games on it. Like, one was Are You Afraid of the Dark? Which I remember scaring the crap out of me. But it had these more kid-ish educational games. One with a fish. And one with, like, a little plane. Where you would uh, move around the airport. And I think it might just tell you information like... Let's go to the cargo hole. Let's go here. Let's talk about this. Look at this. Click on this. This is what this thing does. And then the fishy one was just doing fishy things or something. It doesn't look. It doesn't really look like those games, but it reminds me of them somehow, uh, style-wise. But it feels really good. It can. It can occasionally be a bit finicky, but I was really having a lot of fun just playing volleyball, and. I can't remember the last time I played a volleyball game and enjoyed it. And I can't remember the last volleyball game that came out. Other than like what Dead or Alive Extreme 2 or something. And there was an Outlaw Volleyball thing I think. But outside of those. I'm sure there have been some indie games. Little arcadey games like that. But I can't remember the last one I played. And Super Volley Blast is a good amount of fun. Uh, both single player and against other people. There's no online play, which is a little disappointing. But there's a lot in there. You can create your own avatars. You can create your own little character for yourself uh, on top of the pre-built twenty or so. One of which is very reminiscent to Mister T and is called Mister D. Um, but there's a I don't know if there, I can't remember if there's a challenge mode. But there's tournament play, quick match. The career mode, the super blast mode, or whatever, uh, multiplayer of course against another person locally, uh, and the avatar editor and stuff. But um, yeah, I'm gonna be definitely putting more time into it. And if you like volleyball, definitely give it a, a look-see. because it is a good amount of fun. I've had, I've been enjoying my time with it, even though it hasn't been that much time. It, it was a good time, regardless. And then I also played a little bit, just a, a wee little bit of Super Pixel Racers, which is like a, reminiscent of old top-down racers like Micro Machines, or what the hell was the name of that? I loved it in the arcades. It had, I think, I don't know if it had three or four steering wheels, but it was... This awesome thing because they had these steering wheels and you could play against other people. And they had one in one of my local hot dog uh, shops right around the corner from my elementary school. And many times we would go over there, and get like French fries and just play that arcade game and just pour salt on those French fries. Ooh, I love salt then. I still love it now. Give me some salt. Uh, I will eat a spoonful of salt. That is not a good idea. I do not recommend that. I would not enjoy that either, but salt is delicious and it makes everything better. That that is true. I I pour salt regularly on my PS4 and I enjoy the experience way more. Unintentional rhyme. And that's also a lie. That was another rhyme. (laughs) Not planned at all. Anywho, where was I? Super Pixel Racers is an old... You know, an old top-down arcade racer with two control schemes one is the classic which is the one i remember and they're like this is a hard way to play it i think that's what they said i'm like okay i'll try this easy one you say "That is fine and i could not wrap my head around it i only gave it about a minute or maybe even less with the, the their standard default control scheme which is like this is the easy one you just point in the direction you want to go and you go and i was like nope i do not like this and i was about ready to turn it off i'm like well I clearly just, the the way this game feels is not going to work for me, so I'm out. But then I thought maybe I should try this other thing even though they say it's harder and more challenging than the one they say you should play on. And I picked that and it was fine. It felt like these classic old racers I remember playing. And it, weird thing about just the UI and the game itself, it seems like a, a mobile game zoomed in and I don't know if it is a mobile game. It probably could be. Um, you know, it they are pixel erasers. It looks good. I like the look of it. It just feels like it's blown up. It feels like an iPhone native app that is only uh, that only exists on iPhone. Blown up on an iPad. If you've ever done that, uh, I think like Fitbit their app you can't do that um, i think it's an iphone only thing so you'd have to download it on the ipad and blow it up but um i'm trying to think if there's anything I, I haven't played a game in a while but like if you've ever had an iphone only game or app and then download it on an ipad you then do the two times thing and that look is what it looks like it's sharp still but it does look like it's blown up but it was, it was fun at first. I was not enjoying it as much because it defaults to one of the higher difficulties. And I was like, what the hell is this? And it defaults to five laps. So I'm like, no, it should always... Three laps is the default. Everything should be three laps. Okay? That's how it works in arcade races. Three laps. That's all I want. But it was more challenging than I was expecting. And then I realized, oh, the difficulty is higher. So then I dropped it down. And it's like, oh, this actually feels pretty good. And you have a it has simple controls. You're just turning with the left hand al- analog stick, and then A does drift. I'm playing it on Xbox One. X is your boost. You build up boost over time. If you hit something, your boost will stop, and it'll keep building. Or you can use what you haven't used already. It seems like your car can't explode because I've gotten it really on fire, but I haven't gotten to the point of exploding. Um. But the funny thing is, I, I just did a quick race, a few quick races, and that was with meaty, souped-up cars that had lots of boosts and all these things, and it was a really fast, intense race, and then I jumped into the career mode, which starts you off with a bare-bones, basic-ass car. And then the race, I, I didn't even know if we were, I do not know if it was active or what was going on, because we were just moving really, really slowly. But, uh, it's, it's... I, I just need to put more time into it because it had a terrible first impression with their recommended control scheme but then when i changed it i started enjoying it and i am interested in checking more of it out but i think the ui uh, and the menus and all that kind of thing are a bit shitty but it doesn't seem too bad so i will report back on that at a later date other than that not much else to talk about. I, I did finally finish Mirror's Edge. It took me quite a f- few days to go back to it just to finish it off, and it was a bit frustrating, but anticlimactic. So I'll be recording the audio for that and recording the video—not uh, recording the video, but editing the video probably tomorrow. Um, so that'll be f- that'll be fun, and then after that there will be Bloodstain for Attack the Backlog, but Mirror's Edge. Spoilers, I hate that game. I think it is a terrible game. I am curious about Catalyst at this point because I remember playing it a little bit and I don't remember hating it, but just it being... I don't know. There's there's questions I have about the game now having played through the first game just in terms of how much of it you have to deal with enemies and weapons and all that kind of jazz. Or if it's really just a lot of running and challenges and stuff like that. Because that would be much more tantalizing. And being in this open world where it's like, okay, there's this thing that's hidden away. Go go collect these things in the world. And if mechanically it feels a bit better, that'll be great. If it's a bit more forgiving in that sense. But, yeah. Look forward to that episode. Where, I don't know. I don't know how that episode is going to go. I don't know how long it's going to be. It could be super short because I just don't know what the hell I'm going to talk about other than how much I hate the game. But I don't want to, I just don't feel like that's, I don't know. I don't want to just be super mean for an extended period of time. But what can I do? I. It's it's the game. It's not me. It's the game. You know, in, in most cases, it's not you as me would work with Mayor's Edge. That doesn't work. It is them. It's not me. It's the game. That game sucks the ass. Anywho, I've also been watching more Dragon Ball Z, of course. Just got introduced to Cell, which I think is a very... like. I think maybe I've only seen Supercell. I don't know. I feel like I've seen the character's design plenty of times. But when he was first introduced, I was just... I'm pretty sure this is Cell. But there's something about it that maybe this is just its first form that isn't as recognizable as its later true form or whatever the hell ends up happening in this stupid ass show. But I really love the look of Cell. I think Cell is an awesome character design. Maybe the best on in all of Dragon Ball. I, I love the look of Cell. But yeah. I'm only at this point about halfway through the series, which is crazy. Likes taking his sweet-ass time, and good chunks of it, Goku is just out of commission or off doing something else, and you're like, "Well, fucking whatever." So we're not just gonna have to deal with a bunch of nonsense until Goku's ready to get into the fight, because Goku's the one true, only one who can defeat anything. So all of this other stuff is just bullshit. But whatever. It's just I don't know. It, it, what Dragon Ball Z is doing for me is making me appreciate Dragon Ball much more. And, and Dragon Ball would have been probably a 9 for me, if not for the terrible end. I think the ending is so bad that it knocks it down a peg and makes it an 8 out of 10 series for me. Because I just... Ending on filler is terrible. Ending on 5 episodes of filler is extra terrible. And and just... oh. I don't understand, like, you have this clear arc and such a strong finish. Why does it continue on after that? And why is it not even good filler? I would have been a little okay with it if it was good. It was just super tedious filler, which I know is what filler is. But filler can be fun. This wasn't fun. But I don't know if there is a way to make filler fun if it's... Situated as the climax of a series, not even it, I mean, technically a season, I guess, but as the series that is the end of Dragon Ball. This stupid fucking chase to put out a fire so Goku and Chi Chi can get married. Gotta hate Chi Chi, ugh, she's the worst. But, um, I'm in join Dragon Ball Z. Despite every word that has just come out of my mouth. I am enjoying it. I just think Dragon Ball minus Z is much better. And yeah, it's just not paced well at all. And it it, it makes me afraid of jumping into Naruto or One Piece. Given how long those are, I'm just like, well, how the hell? like, How slow paced are these going to be? And I don't know what the, cru- the crux of those series are. I don't know what Naruto... Is Naruto the same shit? It's just like, I don't want to be the best. What is that? Believe it! Or whatever the hell he says. Which I don't know what that's in-, in reference to. What is he... Believe what? That he's the best? Okay, fine. I believe it. But One Piece, I think, is about getting some treasure. They're like the one piece of treasure that's more valuable than anything else or something. But they come across plenty of other vast amounts of treasure that just aren't good enough and they're like nope all this gold and jewels and all this crap it is not good enough we need the one piece i don't know i'm just speaking right out of my ass at this point but i think that is a good place to end this here episode of the pixelated sausage podcast once again i am your host mark Cujanez. y'all can find me on twitter instagram xbox live my on my list steam twitch and all the usual places at PX Sausage on PSN. I am the Kush3. The site is, of course, PixelatedSausage.com, where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, and Attack the Backlog, which are all available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And if you'd like to check out the video versions of this show and Attack the Backlog, please go over to (laughs) YouTube dot com slash pixelated sausage and check us out there. I especially recommend, as always, that you watch the video version of Attack the Backlog because it is very well done, I like to think, and is a much more enjoyable experience than the audio. Um, And of course, if you would like to check out my art, if you like crazy kooky colorful art, that is, you can go over to pxsart.com and check it all out over there. See something you like? Uh, you can get a link to where you can purchase a print of that there piece and whatever other piece you may fancy. And if you have fancy supporting the site in general and everything we do from the podcast to the videos and the art and everything in between, please go over to Patreon.com/pxs and support us that way. And that will do it for this year episode. So now I will say, as always, bye.